You are listening to the Estheticians Earning More podcast, episode number 91. Welcome to the Estheticians Earning More podcast. On this podcast, we talk about how to love your esthetician business without the hustle, exhaustion, or overwhelm as it booms into a successful business. I teach simple ways how to approach your business that gives you your life back while still growing a profitable business. I grew BLH Beauty in San Diego to a six-figure business, and I learned a lot along the way, which I'm excited to share with you here. So let's get started. Hello, happy Friday, and welcome back. Thank you so much for listening. If you have listened before, thank you for coming back. If you're new to the episode, thank you so much for being here. I'm so happy to be here with you today. Um, Today, we are going to talk about nonprofits and how your business is not a nonprofit. It's a business and the difference between the two. I find a lot of people, estheticians, people in our beauty industry, whether they're cosmetologists or nail techs or, you know, other kind of beauty industry people, we operate a lot as a nonprofit. So I really want to kind of break this down for you and talk about why it's so important to be aware of this and make decisions from a business standpoint and not a nonprofit standpoint. And a lot of you are making businesses from a nonprofit standpoint. Okay, first of all, what is a, what does a nonprofit mean? If you look it up, it means that you're not making or or conducted primarily to make a profit. And I I find that a definition really interesting because like that especially the like conducted primarily to make a profit like that's not the primary goal of a nonprofit is to make money it's not the main goal and i hear this from so many estheticians my goal isn't to make money my goal is just to be able to pay my bills and help my clients that's not helping anybody especially your clients i was reading this book It's actually a really incredible book. It's called The Soul of Money. And in it, the author talks about beating Mother Teresa. And it's a really incredible story that I'm not going to, you know, share it. If if you want to go read the book, I recommend that. But one of the things that she mentions is that Mother Teresa was a head of like a multi-million dollar nonprofit. So she made a lot of money. Of course, she gave a lot of it away. It's not like she lived the life of a multimillionaire but she made millions and millions of dollars in her lifetime. The nonprofit made a lot of money. So you can make a lot of money and give it away, even as a business, right? You can make a ton of money in your business and give a huge amount of it away. That's totally fine. I'm not saying you have to keep the money that you make, but the the primary goal is to make money and grow business money, not to just barely break even. A nonprofit doesn't want to barely break even. A nonprofit needs to make money. Why do you think people are always trying to raise money for nonprofits, right? Like people are always trying, like collecting donations. And like I was at the grocery store and they were asking donations for the food bank. But unlike an actual nonprofit, you do not collect donations for your business. People pay you for your time, your services, your products, your knowledge. I want to kind of give you a litmus test if you may be kind of running from a a charity perspective versus a 
business perspective. And I, I don't want to like this to come across as in a shameful way because I have felt this too. A lot of my clients feel this way. This is a common thing. I think this is a common thing from a society standpoint that the message that, especially if you're a woman, um, women get from the society about making money that, you know, women should be trying to help people, not making money. So women are often put in helping careers like teaching, nursing, things like that, and they should just be happy they have their job and not worry about making money. Um, you hear this a lot. It's a, it's a big it's a big way our society operates, honestly. And then we go into these types of, you know, careers in aesthetics and the beauty industry. And that message is still there, which is you should be trying to help people, especially if you do acne. You should be helping people, not trying to make, take their money. People can't afford things th these days. There's a recession, yada, yada, yada. People have all these things that are happening in their business, in their lives. And so don't try to take their money. You should be just trying to help them, Right. Um, women are really celebrated for that and celebrated for like helping, not making money. So this is one of the things, if you've been listening to this podcast, you know, it really frustrates me and it's something that I would like to, I'm trying to change in our industry and really change the way we, we view making money and helping our clients because they don't have to be mutually exclusive. We can do both. We can help lots and lots of people and make lots and lots of money. And I will argue till the day I die, you can actually help more people with the more money that you make. You aren't making any money it really limits the amount of people that you can help because funds will dry up and you get resentful and completely overworked and then there's no more business to help right does that make sense okay so if you're operating from a charity standpoint these are some of the things that i've seen and and, and done or, and or thought of making things accessible that is a big priority for you is to make things accessible. I hear it so much. I know I've talked about on this podcast before. I coach my clients about this all the time, whether they're whether they're clients that are brand new acne specialists or clients that have been, you know, in business for six years. It's often a thought that a lot of, again, women business owners have. And, and it always comes from such a place of love and kindness. It's like, they say to me, like, you know, I when I grew up, my mom was single mom and she could never afford these things. And so I see single moms out there and I want to help them. Or I, you know, didn't have a lot of money and I worked so hard. And when I was in esthetician school, I had three jobs and I could barely pay my bills. And so now I want to help other people in that same situ situation. Now, again, these are people that are like not taking a profit. They are not making $100,000 a year in their business, which by the way, like this is an opinion, not a, not not a fact, but if your business is not easily grossing 100K in a year, the, the thought of making things accessible and discounted for anyone should just fly right out of your mind because you don't have the money to do that. Your business cannot do that. It doesn't, your business can't actually make money. If you're making like hundreds of thousands of dollars a year, you're in the two, three, four hundred thousand dollars a year, then you know, if you want to discount things or do certain things to help people here and there, that you can do that. But that's because the money, you wouldn't even notice it if, it if you did that. It's like you don't even notice that the money is different in that sense because you're making so much money in so many other ways. So again, going back to the accessible, I, I, I'm not sure exactly where this idea comes from, but it, it's really a value that people have. It's like, I want to be accessible. I don't want to raise my prices because I don't want to be accessible. I, I don't want to require people to buy skincare because I want to be accessible. 
But let me tell you what almost always happens because it's happened to me because I wanted to be accessible too. <laughs> Again, no shame. If this is how you feel. I felt this way. Um, it's happened to me and it, it's happened to a lot of my clients. This is what happens. You make your prices lower so you can be accessible. You don't require people to buy the skincare so you can be accessible. And you hear what they say. They say they're barely paying their bills. They're having all these financial troubles. And you're like, gosh, that's so hard. It's okay. Okay. All you need to do is buy this and that and this, and then the rest of it is fine. We can try to get it later or whatever. It's not that important. They're like, okay, great. They buy it. It doesn't really actually help their skin because they need the other stuff too. They can't afford to rebuy it. They can't afford to come every other week for treatments. So now they're really not getting any results. They've now invested money and it actually has not helped them. Do you see that? And even if you've given them a discount, which I do not recommend, especially if you're a newer business owner, newer acne specialist, do not give out discounts. Because you give out discounts and then they don't show up for their appointment or they don't use their product and they come back and they've told you they went to Sephora and bought $300 worth of something. And the resentment and the anger is right there because you really needed that money too. That money that you gave them a discount, your business actually really needed. That could have gone towards paying your rent or buying more supplies or buying more back bar or paying yourself. So you're like, are you serious? You just went out and bought X and you told me, you know, a month ago you can barely afford to, you know, pay your rent and buy food for your family. It really becomes now you because you give a discount, especially when you don't have any money coming in or very little money coming in your business, now you have now you have really kind of made yourself an authority of how they should spend their money. And it's very offensive to you how they spend their money, especially if it's not in alignment to what you think they should be spending their money on. And then they tell you they can't afford things and you've given them a discount already. Do you see the cycle? Versus like if you're at the stage of your business where so much money is coming in that giving someone a scholarship or a discount – um, like if you had a, you know, like I, I recommend doing like a scholarship program where they have to apply, whatever, whatever, commit to whatever, whatever. But you know that they may completely just take whatever it is in the scholarship and you never see them again. And you don't care because it really truly is just a gift and you gave it to that person and you hope that you can help them in the small part that you did. And there's no attachment to that because the money is not needed in your business and in your life versus like you're brand new. <laughs> And you really need that money. That 20% off, you needed that money. It's actually a lot of money in the beginning of a business. 20%, 10%, that's a lot of money. It really adds up. So if you're trying to approach it from being accessible and or you're putting yourself in their shoes, you're not helping them. I know it kind of doesn't make – it doesn't feel like it makes sense when you first think about it. But then the more you think about it, you realize that that's not true right? And, and like I've said before on this podcast before, if they really cannot afford to pay their bills, and I know there are a lot of people out there that, that are that way, and my heart really goes out to them because I've been in that situation. As a young adult, I could not pay my bills. I was with two jobs. I was barely able to keep my head above water. I was not buying clothes. I never went on vacation. I never went out to eat. You know, I literally was just working all the time, just barely able to pay my rent and my gas bill on my car and buy food. So I do get that so so deeply. But I definitely wasn't going to estheticians trying to fix my acne that was very frustrating and hard for me. And I was suffering from acne the whole time. But I, I mean, 
there was no way I was going to go to an esthetician. I wasn't getting my hair cut. <laughs> you know, I wasn't doing any of those things because I didn't have the money. And so if someone's really in that situation, they probably aren't looking out. And if they are looking, you know, to come to you and they tell you their story, like you can have so much empathy for them. You can be like, that's so hard. I've been there. I was there as a child. My, you know, you, maybe you've known people who've had hard times and you really can have so much empathy for them. And then just listen. You don't actually have to give them a discount because they tell you they can't afford things. You totally can, you can do two things at once. You can give them so much love and attention and empathy and really hear what's happening for them in their life and be there and be a, be a witness to that and, and give them that love. And that's it. <laughs> you don't have to then go It's like, okay, well, I know you're having a hard time. So here's this 50% offer. I'm only going to charge you X today. That doesn't have to be that way. Right? Like you can see the, that you can, be, maybe they, they just want a, an ear to listen and that's all you can do. But, but again, you're not a charity and you're not a nonprofit. You do need to make money. So let's, let's now talk about that. So like I said earlier, you know, Mother Teresa had a charity that made millions of dollars that helped thousands of people, Right? So she made a lot of money in her charity. That was a big focus. Now, for, for your business, I think it's really important to do two things. Focus on making money, bringing money in, and paying yourself. Now, that may be like, oh, you may hear that and go, oh, feel a little, not, not super comfortable with that idea, right? Again, I understand it. I get it. And I... I, these are the things I hear when people tell me that they don't pay themselves, right? These are the things I always hear. One, you know, so-and-so, whether, whether they have a partner or they have savings or they have some other means of paying their bills, they don't need their business income. So they are just keep reinvesting it in their business and they keep buying things and doing more and more things. Or they don't pay themselves because they can barely break even, right? So they're living, maybe you're like living with, you know, your parents or your fam a family member or something. And so you don't have a lot of personal bills. And so you're just basically keeping your business alive and paying your business bills. And you're like, well, that's just how it works, right? Like I've said before on this podcast, like I have been there where my business was just barely paying for itself, but that was a temporary thing that was never going to be how it permanently was. My goal was always to take a profit as quickly as possible. And like from a, from like a business standpoint, a lot of businesses don't make profits at the beginning of their businesses. It takes years, but those businesses also have funds that that's paying people. People are being paid in those businesses, even though maybe the business isn't making money. The people are being paid. There was investors. There was there was money that 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 people got paid, right? So like I have a friend who works for a like startup and it's all been money has been raised for that startup, millions of dollars, and she gets paid a very good salary. The company is not making money. I don't know if the company's gonna last much longer, but she's been paid this entire time. It's not like she's working for free and hoping to be paid at the end of the year, right? So it's the same thing with your business. If you are bringing money and you really want to be taking a profit, you really want to be paying yourself. And I know you're like, well, I want to invest in X or I want to invest in Y. And that's great. And your business, you can do that, but it needs to be also you pay yourself as well. 
you need to take a profit as well. You need to pay yourself as well and invest in that. And if your business isn't to the point that you can pay yourself and invest in another skincare line, don't invest in another skincare line. Wait until your business can make more money, right? Does that make sense? Like don't forego paying yourself so that you continuously buy more courses and more skincare lines and go to more trade shows and spend 500 there and $1,000 here and be like, well, I'm investing, I'm investing, I'm investing. Like if you can't pay yourself, that, that is not an investment, I, I strongly disagree with that. And again, if, if it's working for you, love it, do it. But I just want to kind of challenge that idea. And again, these are ideas I've had in the past where like, I'm investing in my business. I'm going to spend my money in this way and not take a profit. And it's okay because X, Y, and Z, and I have this and whatever. But you know what's actually really the best? The best is to take, pay yourself, take a profit, save money in your business, and invest in things that are really great. And the way that you do that is to be very intentional with your business planning, your business model, and how you make money. Not discounting, not being accessible, not listen, not putting yourself in your client's shoes and making their decisions, their financial decisions for them. Like allowing them to make their decisions, whether that's to work with you, buy stuff from you or not. And being a very deliberate business owner. Okay, so if you're like, cool, how do I do that? I have a free training and coaching coming up. It's going to be on January 2nd, 9 a.m. Pacific Standard Time. It's an hour long. And what we're talking about in that training is how to – your business to make 100k in 2023. And if your business isn't making 100k, we need to figure out why and get you there. I'm going to teach you the simple formula that I use and many of my clients have used to get to 100k. It's actually incredibly simple that it will blow your mind how simple it is. And then the big part of it, like the formula is is one thing, right? Like that's once you understand it, it's like okay, but the part that's hard is the crazy things your brains come up with why it can't happen and you may even kind of freeze yourself from doing that because you are so afraid of all the things that your brain is coming up with so that's what the coaching is for and I will coach you on all of the things all these reasons of whether you want to be accessible you this really resonates with you a lot of the things I talk about today that is what I will coach you on and what I find about group coaching, which is obviously me a group coaching event, is you may not raise your hand to be coached, but someone else is coached and you guys have the exact same thought and you're like, oh, that's exactly how I feel. And they're talking about how they feel and how it's, their business has been and all these different things. And you're like, yes, me too, me too. And it's so transformational for so many reasons. One, because I can help one person and help many people at the same time, which is awesome. Another reason is because when you see someone else getting coached on the exact same thing that you think and feel, I cannot begin to tell you how validating that is and how eye-opening it is to you that like these are just common thoughts that people have. This is just normal business thoughts, normal business brains. Like this is just what happens, right? Like there's nothing wrong with you if you want if you have these desires to like be able to help these people and be accessible and you don't feel comfortable taking a profit and all the different, you know, things that your brain may come up with. 
um, you realize like, oh, that's just what everybody thinks. And that's just totally okay. <laughs> right? Like you realize like, this is not a you problem. This is just a brain problem. <laughs> and it kind of, you can kind of separate yourself from it and have some compassion for yourself. And really it's like, start to see the way that you approach it in a totally different light. So I want you to come, even, even if you've made 100K, like let's say 100K you've done it this last year, still come because we can just apply it to 200K or 300K, whatever your next goal is, because it's still the same. Like every time I've had a different goal in my business, my brain always has lots of reasons why it's never, never could happen. Like, well, this can't happen and I have this, this, and that happens and this is this. And, and that's all the stuff that I have to overcome to get that goal. That is how the goal is made because you have to overcome these things in your brain. That's the hard work. It's not actually getting the goal. It's just, that's just math. That's like ridiculously simple, right? Like it's not that hard, the math. What's hard is once you know the math, believing it's possible for you. And what I will tell you is what I tell all of my acne clients when my, you know, you get your newbie acne clients and they really, really want to have clear skin. They want to learn how to control their acne. They really want to believe you that this could happen. They say, I really want to try, but I don't know if I can believe this is going to happen for me. And I tell them, well, I will believe for you until you believe that, that you can have clear skin and you can control, control your acne. So I will tell you the same thing, my friend. I will believe for you that you can do 100K in your business in 2023. You totally can. I will believe before you. I will hold that belief for you. You can totally do it. Even if you're a brand new business owner, even if you've been in business for six years and you've tried before, you can 100% do it. So come to my training. Come to my free coaching call. It's one hour, January 2nd. It's a Monday at 9 a.m. The link is in the show notes to sign up totally free. I hope to see you there. Have a fantastic week. Merry Christmas if you celebrate. I'll talk to you next week. Bye. If you are an acne specialist and you don't feel confident treating acne, you don't feel confident talking to new clients about the program, about how the products work, how to become compliant and, and change their lifestyle and diet, then you need to join the Confident Acne Specialist group coaching program that I offer. It's an eight-week group coaching program where there's a new topic every week that you learn. And then we have a Zoom group coaching call where we really go over the emotional side of being a business owner that people find so, so challenging, especially when you're new. We talk about consultations, client compliance, marketing, client boundaries, client retention, rebound acne, time management, business systems, and pricing. It's an eight-week group coaching program, and by the end of the eight weeks, I guarantee that you will, will be so much more confident in treating acne and your abilities as an esthetician. So if you're interested, you can go to theestheticiancoach.com forward slash group coaching. I can't wait to see you there.